Why, hey there. My name is Darcy Jeremy, and you're listening to another episode of the Business of Ergonomics podcast. Today, I want to talk about something that is truly near and dear to my heart, and that's participatory ergonomics. I want to talk about what it is and where the opportunities are. Maybe this is something that you can offer clients. Welcome to the Business of Ergonomics podcast. I'm your host, Darcy Jeremy. I'm a board-certified professional ergonomist with over 15 years of experience delivering ergonomics programs to employers of all different types. In this podcast, I share what other healthcare professionals are already doing and being with ergonomics assessments and how to land those clients that you dream of. Without further ado, let's jump into this episode right now. Before I jump into participatory ergonomics and what's involved with it and how you can implement it, I wanted to give you an update of what's going on in ergonomics help. It's June. Can you believe that? Time flies when you're having fun, when you're serving your clients, and you're getting results. At the end of June, I'm opening enrollment to my signature program, Accelerate the Business of Ergonomics. If you haven't had a chance to join the waitlist yet, I highly recommend you head to ergonomicshelp.com slash learn dash ergo. All the details are there. And I'm giving you a taste of what's involved in Accelerate, giving you some free training, some freebies, and how you can get started implementing this stuff. So head there, and you'll also be one of the first people to know when I officially open enrollment. The only way you're going to know is by joining the waitlist. As I roll into today's content and information about participatory ergonomics, I've realized that it's not really an information issue, is it? There's information everywhere. If you wanted to get into ergonomics, there is courses. There are courses that you can invest in. Heck, I have a program called uh, the. Uh, ergonomics blueprint that's you can get as a bonus when you join accelerate so the information is freely available which shifts us to realizing the really important thing in my opinion is implementing it and using a solid marketing system that can funnel people into your ergonomics business so you can do more services that are aligned with your skill set yes participatory ergonomics can be one There's a variety of services that you can offer, but whether you've been doing ergonomics assessments for 20 years or it's something that you want to step into, into a new chapter of your life, it always comes down to the best way to market these services. I actually believe that many of us should be introduced to how to market ergonomics when we're first learning how to do ergonomics assessments because it takes time to land your first client. Marketing ergonomics, marketing in general, is something completely different than content. And even the most experienced expert level person when it comes to knowing all the things about ergonomics and industrial and office, if that person is not using a systematic marketing approach, they can be at risk of not fully serving their cities and communities and helping those people that really need their help. 
In saying that, let's jump into participatory ergonomics. Have you heard of this term before? I have alluded in other podcasts that it was my role many years ago when I worked with the Workers' Compensation Board to do participatory ergonomics interventions to employers all over the province. Of course, participatory ergonomics is something that is scalable, that's useful, and can be something that you offer employers because there's elements that you can serve and charge and add value to them with, especially how with those ergonomics teams that grow over time. But let's first talk about what exactly is participatory ergonomics. So participatory ergonomics can be defined as the involvement of people in planning and controlling a significant amount of their own work activities with sufficient knowledge and power to influence both processes and outcomes in order to achieve desirable goals. Doesn't that sound really neat? So it's using a holistic approach to make ergonomics change in the workforce. Now, the thing with this is that most participatory ergonomic interventions involve a cross-functional team, and you as the ergonomics consultant would train and support this ergonomics team. These teams are really useful in industry because there is stereotypically a lot of jobs that could be improved and assessed and can change over time. So this team usually has about 6 to 12 people in it, and the group, like I mentioned, is a cross-functional representation of that company. The really neat thing with participatory ergonomics, because you have this cross-functional team in there, you can view these ergonomic challenges from multiple different angles at the same time. So you would have people from upper-level management, engineering, if that exists in the company. You would have shop floor, employees, HR, maintenance. Those people that could say immediately whether or not a solution is feasible and how to go about fixing it with low-cost, high-impact resources. So in saying that, you could see how these types of interventions would be extremely valuable for an employer because they don't have to call to bring expertise to come in and and fix these issues as they come up. And those people coming in are not the experts of the job. They're turning this situation around and educating and training their employees so they have a baseline understanding of ergonomics. And if at that point, the employer needs more support, that's where you would come in. I have seen ergonomists support these teams by, first of all, doing the training, um, prioritizing ergonomic risk as they come up. So you would direct those ergonomics change teams, that's how we refer to them, to Um, fix certain issues and challenges before others because they're a higher risk of ergonomic risk. 
we would check in three, six, nine months to see how everything was going. We recommended certain implementation plans at the same lines too. And let's face it, sometimes ergonomics change teams just won't last over time. So that was an opportunity to come back in and retrain that ergonomics team because people move jobs, maybe people are wanting to get off the team because they are just tired and they wanted to bring in, they want more people to come in to be part of the team because it's a really nice way to improve morale of those organizations as well. So there's multiple ways that as an ergonomics professional, you can support these teams because of the efficiencies that participatory ergonomics can give that that company. Other than how you can implement participatory ergonomics events and support those teams. Let's talk about results. And of course, you can do your own little literature systematic review and you can find results and share this as part of the reasons why an organization might want to implement it. And of course, you'll do this with a discovery call or maybe people will seek you out because of your expertise in bringing other people results. So, The first result that seems to be quite long-standing is that participatory ergonomics interventions have positive effects on health outcomes. Participatory ergonomics interventions also had a positive impact in reducing injuries and workers' compensation claims. Participatory ergonomics interventions have a positive impact on lost days from work or sickness absence. There are also key things that have led to the success of ergonomics interventions. First of all, active participation and acceptance of the team members by workers, senior and middle management, and union representatives, if it's applicable, is very important to the success. Secondly, the availability of an ergonomic expert to support that team. Hello, this is a great service deliverable if you're interested. And you could serve this place, this place of employment by either being an active team member or an external advisor. And last but not least, but I think is extremely important because I've seen this so often when I would do these types of interventions, access to adequate resources. And that usually has to do with getting those decision makers involved in the decision whether or not a project will go forward and finding those financial resources, which is why having that cross-functional team is so valuable. Here are some barriers with participatory ergonomics and Yes, I agree. It's not not sunshine and rainbows. Um, Barriers include uh, lack of acceptance and resources, which is huge. Another one is instability within the workplace or negative economic conditions. And that can be something like a recession. And this could affect the specific industry sector. So there you have it. Participatory ergonomics. Is this something that excites you? You can see you delivering this. And of course, it's not only 
having this idea and having it work for your your community and those employers, but it's also developing all the odds and ends that are required for you to have this as a service deliverable. So off the top of my head, you will need to have some sort of training, some some sort of support. You probably want to train them on a certain ergonomic assessment tool. Um, and then you want to have a clear follow-up plan from that. So when to check in, what are results are you looking for, what's the deliverables, so on and so on. There are many opportunities here. I really believe it. And if you are looking to get this started, by all means, go for it. If you want support from an expert in participatory ergonomics, then look no further than joining our Accelerate community because that is one of the major positives of that is that you get access to me and I can give you that ergonomics advice, including how to start a participatory ergonomic service deliverable. All of that is going to be happening starting June 28th when I open enrollment to accelerate the business of ergonomics. And I can't wait to see you in those trainings that are coming I can't wait to see you in the program. So make sure that you join the wait list. That's ergonomicshelp.com slash learn dash ergo. And I'll see you then. Take care, everyone. This is Darcy, Business of Ergonomics podcast, and I will see you soon. So if you like what you heard in this podcast episode and you want to learn more, you want to learn how other healthcare professionals are already adding office ergonomic expertise to their services and practice, I have a training for you. All you have to do is head to ergonomicshelp.com slash learn dash ergo. That's ergonomicshelp.com slash learn dash ergo, and you can get started today.